0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the One-Hit Wonder Why podcast, the podcast where we review one-hit wonder albums, and afterwards we wonder why. My name is Eric Hosniager. I am a fellow music nerd and a fellow fellow. I, uh, if this is your first time on the podcast, welcome. You're in for a treat. If this is your multiple time on the podcast, welcome again. Uh, for those of you who don't know the format, I review one-hit wonder albums. It's a dirty job, but someone has to do it, and that someone is me. It's my destiny here. I uh, some, some people say one-hit wonders are a, a no-no or a bad thing. I love them, and I want to know the other songs on the one-hit wonder album. So this is not anything uh, negative here. I just want to know for my benefit and for the 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 public has to know. So that this is uh my my journey, my discovery of all one hit wonder albums. And I hope you enjoy the uh the podcast ride here. Uh how this podcast will work for those of you who don't know, I go into detail about the artist or band. I'll go into the one hit itself and the origins and review that of course and then I'll review the other songs on the album and I have a very prestigious rating scale. What is that rating scale you asked? I'm glad you asked because I have that answer. Uh, it is called bops. All right. You, you you want the highest amount of bops here. So I one to five bops here. So it's five bops being amazing. One bop. Boy, you, you do not want to listen to a song that is one bop. All right. Not at all. So I have each song reviewed here. And uh, I, at the very end of the podcast, I'll tally up the bops and divide it by how many tracks there are and then that will be the official bop rating alright so higher the bops the better here today's episode we're gonna talk about Goitier or goit I think it's Goitier. uh from 2011 all the way to 2011 somebody that I used to know off of the album making mirrors if you were on the internet in general around this time you this song would be everywhere this is one of the early YouTube songs that just blew the heck up uh, it, it just you would see a million parodies because the the tune is so infectious I'll go into detail more about it but when I think like of early internet you know, popularity youtube songs this is uh definitely one of them and it's just it stands the test of time this is uh, high up on the list for me so i'm very excited to be doing this but before we go into the one hit song and the rest of the album let us go and uh, discover who goitier is wally debacker born may 21st 1980 in belgium he moved to australia at a young age His mother nicknamed him Goetier based on Gauthier, the French equivalent of his Dutch name. His parents chose to use the English equivalent of his name, Walter, when enrolling him in school. It was during Goetier's teen years he developed his passion for music and absorbing tons of music theory. He started and learned to play the drums, mastered it, uh, and after disbanding in his current band in high school. Goitier went solo and recorded his four-track CD in 2001, and he secured a recording contract. He was, he was getting more airplay around the Australian airwaves with his sol- small sample of songs. A- at some point the following year, he formed a band on the side that he is still in to this day called The Basics, where he plays drums and sings occasionally. Goitier put out his first album called Boardface and started slowly building a small following in Australia with his blend of art, pop, rock. It was 2006 where he put out his follow-up called "Like Drawing Blood." This one started to blow up a lot more, being nominated for a Australian Album of the Year that year. And uh, I won't play any of the samples from uh, the Like Drawing Blood, but if you start listening with this album, you can kind of see the evolution of his uh, genre of art pop really start to come into shape here uh definitely interesting t- uh, just to go back and listen to this you know his earlier albums here so my man Goitier, he hustled he bustled uh for well over a decade creating a small following for himself in the australian music scene leading to the monster monster hit somebody that i used to know so let's take a look at that song somebody that I used to know was released july 5th 2011 with the music video debuting the same day This music video just absolutely is uh, amazing uh very vivid very visual with goitier and kimbra alongside a wall in their birthday suits one would say and uh, getting painted uh stop motion it's very visual very creative and it ties well with the themes of the song Uh, the song itself uh, goitier used a sample from a brazilian guitarist and composer luis bonfa Uh, that little guitar like two note uh the instrumental that bonfa released Savelle, you can uh, hear a little bit here so that uh little sample there really uh, is a big factor of the song here a very creative use of it just those that those two notes uh being added um, and There, there. This there's a lot to break down with this song. There's so many. It's like he goes into more like world music, and we'll get into that later in the album of uh, instrumentation and a lot of variety, which I I really dig here. The uh, xylophone is kind of like definitely childlike as far as its melody. Um, A lot of people have been comparing the uh, xylophone melody to a lot of uh, you know childhood songs like Baba Black Sheep black sheep, have you any wool? Yes, sir, yes, sir. three bags full. So as you can tell, it's, it's a pretty direct influence slash uh, lift, and I'm sure Goitier would uh, admit it. I think he's actually said it in interviews. Uh, but it works. On a xylophone, uh, it's very whimsical, very uh, unique sounding. It's not like your everyday, like, pop thing to put a xylophone on your track if you want it to blow up but for this it, it really works and uh uh definitely there's there's so much good things here let's uh before i gush over this song uh let's play a little clip from it, I I like it never isn't that a delight uh just a Wonder, wonder of a song here. Um, There's just so many great little touches, whether it's the aforementioned xylophone, the sampled guitar lip, uh, lip? Loop. Uh, The primal backbeat bongo drums, uh, the little echoey guitar flourishes, uh, and also the vocal performances. Uh, Gautier is a heck of a vocal performer here. And also uh, the guest vocalist, uh, Kimbra, the New Zealand singer. And um, just a few facts here about Kimbra. She is uh, from New Zealand and uh, she wasn't the first choice for the female vocalist role. Um, I believe Gautier at the time wanted to bring on his girlfriend to sing, but it wasn't uh, clicking. Not the relationship, I don't know about the relationship, but as far as the vocal performance, it wasn't clicking. Uh, But I guess the producer for Kimbra's first album, uh, a guy by the name of Francois Tatis, I hope I'm saying that right, was the mixer and engineer of this track, and he suggested her to Goitier, And when they uh, met, and she gave a, uh, I think just one or two takes. Bam! That was uh, that was it. Uh, Goitier knew that uh, this was it here. And she she definitely has a, at, at the time like a Katy Perry vibes. And if you just p- hear a little clip here, you can, I think you can kind of notice the similarity. And to every word you say said that you could let it go and i wouldn't catch you hung up on somebody that you used to know. just an amazing performance by Kimbra and she elevates it to the next level uh and the song's got like g- a great story like lyrically and uh going at it so the, it has two perspectives going to first two verses which is you know a man thinking about an old relationship you know he fell in love with her even though it wasn't perfect, he knew that, but uh, he tried to convince himself otherwise. Uh, but he was addicted to the sadness of the situation, it was, you know, in the line of the song. Or, or it was of her, or both. Uh, the idea that he knew that it was doomed. And that is why, you know, what made him stay in the relationship. And uh, then they discovered that this wasn't going to work. Uh, she said that they could still be friends. And he was relieved because finally the expected ending had arrived. But finally, what was he waiting for had it been anticipated this entire relationship had happened? They were over, but, but why? And once you hear Kimbra's uh, verse, you, uh, you hear like all the times that, you know, you screwed me over. Times he went to see the ex-girlfriend, the one he still thought of. Even though it was doomed and it did end, um, the, Kimbra's perspective, the woman realizes that what, while she wants him, he was still hung up on another girl, somebody that he used to know, still thought of her, missed her, maybe played the comparison game. You know, it's, uh, I think it's definitely like relatable aspects of relationships that people still go through to this day. And uh, you wonder, once you hear Kimber's verse, like, well, did he, is this like a cycle? Has this been done before? And chances are it probably has, um, so like people, it's hard to change uh, how like behavior and relationships until you confront it and you're willing to change. Not to get all this is my TED talk of relationships here, folks. But uh, it's just an interesting uh, dynamic to bring to the song. And if it was just uh, Goetia whining for three verses about how an ex ruined him, that would get old very fast. And there's a, a billion pop songs like that. But um, her verse after it, you you know, like he, he's an unreliable narrator and it brings a great aspect, a, a great you know extra level of depth to the song that really, uh, you know, with the, the musical flourishes uh, is, is amazing as well. So just a overall absolute gem. I know he said gem before, but I'm going to say it again, gem of a song. Um, so all that and then some, the song is great. I wish I could give it more than five bops, but uh, I can't but I will just give it five because that is uh, the highest I, I can give it. And it's it's a uh, standout. It's a good one. So somebody that I used to know is five bops. Congratulations. Take a bow. And with that, uh, we are going to take a look at the rest of the album, the re- the hook of this podcast here, and we're going to review the rest of the songs off of the album. Uh, I'm very excited. And uh, just starting out as a disclaimer, uh, there's, still, there's 12 tracks on Making Mirrors. Uh, the first track, uh, the title track, uh, it, it's really just atmospheric noise. There's really nothing to it. Uh, so I, I don't think I want to, you know, it, it's, it's my podcast, my rating system. I will not include it as it's not a very, uh, it's not a in-depth song or anything to really sink your teeth in. So getting that out of the way, I will just, instead of 12 songs, uh, have 11 songs. Uh, so we'll go off that. So the, the next track, the second track on the album, is a song called Easy Way Out. Let's take a listen. I dig the song. It's a, uh, I like the little grimy guitar. It's, uh, the verses are melodic. Uh, I, w- I wish it was a little more developed. It, it definitely doesn't overstay its welcome. Um, I wish there was more to it. But maybe that's what makes it good is uh, you know, wishing there was more. Uh, it's a uh, very, you know, it's a contrast, you know, being an up-tempo song, but then, you know, talking about uh, being stuck in a rut. Um, the song itself is a, uh, definitely goes on about, you know, brain dead from boredom, I'm um, led to distraction, scratching the surface of life, nothing really happens. So it's, uh, it's definitely an interesting dynamic of, you know, a very up-tempo, upbeat song. About being stuck in a, uh, a rut in your life, uh, and the song, uh, the uh, the music itself, it sounds to me like the first thing that came to mind was like a, a Beatles, you know, mid Beatles joint. Uh, for uh, and I had to like kind of think about it from like, oh wait, this sounds like Day Tripper. Oh. you know that's not a that's not a bad thing you know I, millions of artists have uh, aped the beatles uh, guitar tones and uh, melodies it, it's impossible at this point but uh, yeah that was just you know an interesting thing i thought was uh uh just the, the the tone whatever why it came into mind i don't know but um, yeah but it's still this is a uh, it's a fun song i i wish i guess uh song easy way out i I just wish it was a little more developed a little more to sink your teeth in but i i really enjoyed it i uh definitely was surprised by it so easy way out you get four bops four bops so the next track is somebody that used to know so we recovered that so we're gonna go on to track four which is eyes wide open I was really surprised by this song i really enjoyed it uh i so this song was the first single off of the album that came out you know late 2010 so uh a few months before the uh, somebody that i used to know and I, I you know this one wasn't i i can see why this one, you know mainstream wasn't a, a big hit but it, i think it could have been a uh you know a decent sized hit i don't know like uh maybe it didn't take off but uh i really enjoy this i was super surprised i uh it has that world music flair, like Peter Gabriel, um, different types of instruments thrown in there. Um, the, the drum beat is just infectious. When it, it, like It gets going right away, um, and then like it kind of slows down with the, uh, the pounding of the drums. And the, the nautical theme, I, I do appreciate. Uh, it's like, we walk the plank with our eyes wide open. Um, so, something with, the, what is it, the boat? uh we're, we're all in the same boat staying afloat for the moment um basically the song is just all about you know we don't know what's going to happen so let's just walk you know into the next stage of our lives with our eyes wide open at least that's what i got from the song uh, like we're just let's just uh embrace the unknown uh it's kind of like the theme that i got from it and uh i really enjoyed it it's uh this is a very surprising song and uh i i will give it five bops Eyes wide open, five bops. Congrats! Take a bow. Take a bow here. Uh, not sea bow. That's a it's a different nautical term here. But eyes wide open. Congratulations. So on to the next track, and the next track is "Smoke and Mirrors." <laughs> a very interesting song smoke and mirrors it's uh, it, basically this is all about imposter syndrome and uh, i feel like now nowadays no we hear it more and more but uh, i don't know if we if if that was really in the uh, regular verbiage uh, back in 2010 2011 but uh I definitely you know it's an interesting topic to tackle uh, a song about self-doubt and everything and um, like a clump of the verse is like you're a fraud and you know it and every night and day you take the stage and it always entertains uh, and, and you're giving pleasure, and that's admirable, you tell yourself, and so you'd gladly sell yourself to others. So, uh, it's, it, I, I like the topic that uh, Goethe tr- tackles here. The music itself, it's definitely different. I like, It has a good vibe r- uh, right away. I, I like the laid-back, jazzy shuffle tempo here, but uh, it, it doesn't hold my attention for long. Um, it, it burst out into a uh, bravado, big-band brass uh, element and uh, it, the, the the melody is kind of droning. It ka- kind of goes on. It's like It's like I uh, the song's a little, like a little over five minutes. And I that's something that really holds your attention um, to a degree. So I it, this is definitely a a come down from the last two tracks of the album. Um, so maybe even the three last three tracks. Easy way out. Something I used to know. Eyes wide open. This one's definitely a come down. Um, it just it, if it could have been like you know maybe the length of uh, easy way out then i'd be like okay i i definitely can uh, appreciate it but it's just there it's, it feels a little too bloated uh, in my opinion so smoke and mirrors you get two bops two bops so on to the next one and the next track is i feel better <laughs> another uh, big band type song this is this song is a, uh, a throwback to kind of the 50s, 60s uh, Motown and I, I like it it is a it's a nice refresher uh, it kind of meanders towards the end um, yeah so the recording call quality is definitely made to feel like a throwback uh, compared to the previous track where it was like all about you know self-doubt this one is a more of uplifting little tune and uh, it, it basically it's I feel better that's like you know, legit the whole song. Um, you know, life sometimes seems to get the best of you. Like, everything just brings you down just when you think there's nothing you can do. A friendly fra- face will bring you around and you'll feel better. Uh, this is like, it, it seems like a, a, you know, generic uh, Hallmark uplifting uh, get better card. Uh, so, you know, there's lyrics are not a whole lot to clamor onto, but I do like the, uh, the Motown vibes on it. I think that's what's really uh, saving this song. Um, but overall for rating, um, uh, the lyrics aren't super great, uh, but the song, I, I do like the, uh, the vibe here. So I'm going to say three, three bops. I have the, I, I was going between two and three, but I think three, I don't mind giving this a three. This is not a, a song I'd probably would put on every day, but every now and then like, oh, all right, this is a, a nice little quick, uh, upbeat song. So I feel better. You get three bops, three bops on to the next one. It is in your light. The positivity train keeps on a chug in here, uh, just like the previous track. Uh, In your light is another upbeat, up-tempo song. There's not a the lyrics aren't super in depth. Uh, It's just you know, when I'm in your light, all this is clear. If only I could always be just as I am right here. Uh, That that's repeated multiple, multiple, multiple times, and it's a chorus, obviously, but uh, nothing that really holds your attention for long. But I do like the music. Here better than I do f- I feel better. I like the uh, clean acoustic g- guitar kind of in the parts here and there. I like the little spacey sound effects like uh, so here and there. It, it, it's definitely more layered compared to I feel better. Um, a little more original, but, um, but the lyrics itself doesn't hold my attention and it kind of meanders towards the end. I, I feel it's kind of like looking at the runtime. Like, oh, there's still like 40 seconds left, but uh, yeah, there's nothing too offensive on the song. I, I I enjoyed it, but uh, it's not something I would probably go to multiple times. So, in your light, you get three bops, three bops. So, on to the next one. We have state of the art. It's a play, you don't have to be patient. Oh boy! All right. Well, I'm going to start positive first, uh, and say that like I appreciate the commentary of you know music production, music uh, releases here, and I believe this whole song was uh, used through all samples. Um, I think only the bass track here was all uh, recorded, but other than that, everything was just used by samples. And Goete is a is a big fan of using that, and I, I know he wanted to communicate a, uh, a level of like how music's made nowadays of just through samples uh, and how it gets mass marketed, mass produced and how like nothing has you know, real emotion. Hence we have the, uh, you know, the robotic voice uh, interjecting here and there. It's like, it's like a robo reggae. I don't know if that's a real genre, but it seems like that's what it is for this track. Uh, I get where you're going for and I appreciate it. Having said that, uh i cannot i cannot in good good faith like listen to this song ever again it's uh it sounds like a rejected gorillas outtake and if i want to listen to like some kind of offbeat eccentric uh electronic you know music i will go and listen to gorillas but this this is just did not uh did not set pique my curiosity here um it's just again five minutes five minutes here and i just i couldn't it was too much. It was like too slow paced, and uh, it went on way too long. And it's definitely a chore to get through. Uh, I, the message I'm all for it, but this is very avant garde. I, I wouldn't recommend this song really to anyone. It might be one of the worst songs. Uh, we'll see on the album, but um, it again I, all I get where he's going com- coming from here of how music now is just with very little motion, and uh, you know everything gets just mass manufactured mass-produced but I just oof, this is not a fun song to to listen to so state of the art you get one bop one single bop here all right on to the next one we have don't worry we'll be watching you All right. Well, starting off with the one and only positive I could find for the song, and it's the uh, the bass drum. Uh, again, Gautier, uh, being a drummer, he, he knows how to program and put a good drum sounds. Uh, so I will I will give him that. This is a uh, definitely a good example for that. Um, I love how it sounds. It's like very very heavy heavy sounding in, l- in this electronic track here, but. Uh, Again, I don't I don't know who this track is for. This is not an interesting song to listen to in the slightest, and it's like a little over three minutes, but it feels like it's ten. Um, I've seen some people uh, compare the lyrics to like something like a commentary on religion, or you know another comparison is uh, the police's. Uh, I'll be watching you. But, uh this is no police song that's for sure uh this i don't know what was uh it feels like Goitier had every you know a bunch of samples in his pro tools and through whatever against the the wall and see if it's stuck and nothing nothing stuck here uh, it's just a whole lot of mess a whole lot of noise there's not really any melody or lyrics to latch on to um i don't understand the vibe of it and it just meanders it's only a little over three minutes but again it it's it feels like it's 10, feel maybe 15 minutes here. So that is my spiel on Don't Worry, we'll be watching you. Not surprisingly, it's gonna get one bop for a rating. One bop for don't worry, we'll be watching you. All right, on to the next track. The next track is Giving Me Chance. Get back the- So uh, Giving Me a Chance, it's another slower song. Uh, very With the title and lyrics, it seems like it's a redemption and asking for forgiveness with the uh, lyrics, I know I let you down, but you're giving me a chance. Uh, you know, it, I could see where it, this could be like a very powerful song, but there's nothing too speci- specific uh, th- with this. it's it, The lyrics just seem a little bland, nothing that really... Uh, grabs you um, I feel like the song was building up to, towards something but it never really pays off uh, I, I mean I like the 80s uh, little synth here I, it, the kind of easy listening uh, vibe to it but it it, it kind of fizzles out it has has promise, but it definitely I wouldn't uh, recommend a uh, another listen f- uh, for sure not not terrible but just like eh. so giving me a chance I will give you two bops two bops All right, on to the next one. The next track is Save Me. So Save Me here, Uh, I like the uh, world music vibe. Uh, Again, an, an earlier song on the album. Uh, Goitier kind of embraces the Peter Gabriel 80 sound and uh, I love it I love it uh, the distorted piano groove um, although it, it's definitely nice to hear it, it's I think it's played too much as a sample throughout the track uh, it kind of wears off once you get towards the end of the song uh, and in the lyrics themselves they're not like anything crazy in-depth at the same it saved me it's basically as it sounds someone you know that you're in a relationship that you know. You feel like you're worth nothing, but this other person feels like they they save you. Um, apparently, this song was about a Gaultier's girlfriend. I don't know if they're still together or if they've been married. Uh, this is not the one-hit wonder. Why significant other podcast? So I I don't know. But uh, yeah, that was the uh, the topic here of, about for his girlfriend. But uh, I, yeah, there's nothing too offensive with this song. I. I, I I think you can probably listen to it for a minute and you're like, okay, I got my fill because it doesn't go anywhere necessarily with the next you know, level here. It's, it doesn't change up pacing or tempos too much. Um, but again, the, the background harmonies I like a lot. Uh, it's just, I guess, a little more uh, specific uh, you know, oomph to it, uh, if you will. So yeah, uh, save me for a rating. I will give you three bops, three bops. All right, on to the next one, and that's the last track, and that is Bronte. You have been a friend, and your voice still echoes in the hallways of this house. So, this one's a pretty powerful uh, closer. Uh, the way this this album has been laid out the back half of it, it the tracks i feel like are very slow paced i think maybe a little uh, changing up no, nobody listens to albums in order nowadays i guess but for me just through this experience the back half there's a lot of slower uh temple songs that maybe could have threw a, a few songs that were a little up tempo that uh, from the earlier in the album uh, back here just to kind of vary it up but I digress, that was a, just a rant, but uh, onto the song itself, Bronte, uh, very, uh, I listened a couple so- times here to get into it. And I, I really, I, I dig it. I like it, uh, a very powerful song. Apparently it's about a, a Goite, a family friend's dog that passed away. And it's, you can tell from the, like the first uh, section of the line, it's, it, it makes sense. It's now your bowl is empty and your feet are cold. And your body cannot stop rocking. I know it hurts to let go. Uh, I've, I've mentioned my dog, Vinny. I absolutely love him. Um, he's a he's a pal among cell pals. Uh, so just knowing, uh, seeing, the, like, uh, hearing the song about a uh, a lost pet here. I think anyone that's uh, experienced a lost pet definitely knows how it feels um, when they're gone. And uh, definitely, just a very. Uh, sentimental here and it, it, it hits home too like since the day we found you you you've been our friend and your voice still echoes in the hallways of this house but now it's the end it's like oh gosh that's uh powerful and the song itself it's it matches the mood of the lyrics and it's definitely i like uh goitier's vocal performance uh kind of like a little falsetto very quiet also it's uh it's very, very powerful, and he, he, he keeps the mood right, and yeah, this is just a, uh, it's a good closer uh, of a song to wrap up an album here, despite the previous slow songs, this one really fits the uh, the, the tune here, so I really like it, I, I was surprised by this, um, so Bronte, it definitely for any of those that lost a pet, uh, it, it can definitely, this is a, a powerful one, I definitely recommend it, uh, so Bronte, you get four Four bops four bops uh if it wasn't so sad i'd give you five bops four i'd uh that's a fair one to go out on and with that that is the review of making mirrors by goitier i have added up the bops calculated and crunched the data uh so going back to my disclaimer i have discounted the making mirrors self-titled track because that is not a full song won't count that as a full song so there are 11 tracks and there are all together for a grand total of 33 bops 33 bops so 33 divided by 11 that is an average rating for this album three bops i should have a drum roll um Maybe next time I'll have a drum roll leading up to the uh, average rating. But there's average rating of three bops, and I'd say that's, that's a uh, pretty accurate review for this whole album here. Uh, one being, uh, just as a reference, one, one bop being the lowest, five being the highest. So three right smack dab in the middle. I, that's fair. There's a, On the front end of this album, I think it, it's pretty strong. It starts off like you know with Easy Way Out, the little early Beatles-like tune, Somebody That I Used to Know, and Eyes Wide Open. Very very strong uh, start here, but then I think towards the middle, it it, it feels like it, it kind of falters and the pacing of the songs kind of start to slow down, which is fine. But they don't there's not a whole lot of interesting uh, moments to it to really uh, hook your attention, but except for the last song. I uh, Bronte I wasn't expecting that one, uh, and to make me you know cry like a little baby. So uh, if I had to recommend songs here, I'd say like tracks two, three, four, and then the last one if you want to cry. But uh, yeah, this was a, you know, if you had to classify Goitier as a, you know, box him in a genre, and I know artists or bands hate that, and I hate that too as well, but uh, if you had to, I'd say this is like a, a blend of art, pop, indie, not kind of rock, I don't know, I don't know if you'd call it indie rock, but uh, it's it's definitely an interesting mix of, uh, you know, world music too as well, and um, at the time when this came out, I I know I never would have given this, you know, a second look or second listen here. So I'm glad to at least, you know, take a look into, you know, Goethe and his, all the rest of the songs on the album here. Uh, and that's what we do here at One Hit Wonder Why. We just, we dig deep and we uh, kind of wonder if there's any other decent songs on uh, a One Hit Wonder album. And sure enough, there, there are on this one. So uh, I'm really glad to kind take of take you on this journey here to uh, self-discovery of my, my vision quest or my hearing quest of uh, every single one-hit wonder album here. So that has been the episode four, Goitier Making Mirrors of One-Hit Wonder. Why, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Eric hassenjager That will be it for me today. So everyone have a pleasant day and a pleasant tomorrow.